0: And Nan, I just wanted you to know that I
1: have a ribbon cutting I have to be at at 4.30 that I need to get ready for, and I'm supposed to give welcoming comments, so I need to get shower, shave, get my head together, and all that. So I'm only going to be at this meeting briefly, okay?
2: That's fine. I'm going to um, speak to the list of things you suggested
0: people uh, share with their alders, so that'll yep. be fine. Okay. What's the ribbon cutting for? You know, um, the city purchased the medical building in Olin Park. Yes.
1: Uh, and we've moved all the park staff out of the city county building, and then leased the other half of the available space to MSCR. We're mm-hmm. we're able to preserve the building instead of demolish it, and and you know saving money and you know. to costs, material costs, environmental costs, energy costs, even when you do adaptive reuse. And it's a a great building and, and, you know, it's good to have park staff all under one roof. It's good to provide community space for residents on the South side. And, you know, it's good for the city to be working in tandem with the school district.
2: I agree more. I, I started suggesting the city acquire that land quite a while ago and I was finally
0: delighted when it was finally able to happen and the offices are beautiful. Yeah, they really are. Jeff, do we have any registrants today? We do not. Okay, any sign of uh, former Alder Paulson? Uh, No. Okay. He's been coming to all the boards and commission meetings, so I don't know whether he'll show up today. Okay. Jeff, yep, your ears may have been burning the other night, but
1: Nan was very, effusive and expressing appreciation for all your help and this task force. And uh, I'll second that and underscore those comments. You've been a great help and we very much appreciate it. Appreciate that. Yeah, I, I watched all the meetings after they happened. So I, I, I heard everyone.
0: <laughs> so thank you. You're, thank you, <laughs> well-deserved. Looks to me like we
2: certainly have quorum and we don't have tagged for very long. He has an important older duty to do. So um, let's include him in as much as we can. I'd like to call the meeting to order and we can, uh, if
0: we can get a motion on the floor, we can take up the minutes from May 10th. So moved. Thank you. Second. Thanks, Jeanette. Any additions, corrections, comments, revisions? John, I will assume unanimous consent unless I see a raised hand. Looking good, okay, thank you very much. Sounds like we have
2: no uh, registrants this evening or this afternoon. It's later, I'm an hour later than you are, but... um, and I don't, And um, former Alder Paulson uh, didn, isn't, doesn't appear to be joining us today, at least not yet. Um, if, he do, if he were to come, I would ask for a motion that he'd be able to participate. Um, Rebecca.
0: I would like to move that Yimoy be seated as a voting member and um, to cover the vacancy with the absence of former Alder Paulson. Is there a second? Second. I see oh, it's a couple of
2: them. Um, I will assume unanimous consent unless I see a hand raised. Seeing none, welcome Yamua to the voting ranks <laughs> today. Um, are
0: there any disclosures or recusals from any member of the body? We're probably not voting anyway, but thank you for always keeping
2: that in mind. Um, our resources list, I think uh, expanded by our final report and also another entry for the Lease policy memo, which apparently had been difficult for people to find and it has a lot of good information in it. So that now has its own entry. Um, Rebecca, I see you have your hand
0: still up. Did you have another comment? Okay. This, I have a couple things to say in announcements. Does anyone else have
2: anything to say for, as an announcement to the group today? Okay, my two are that I've been invited to uh, address the Dane County Food Council this evening. Uh, they have the, our, our task force report on their agenda as well as consideration of a, a possible uh, purchase of development rights program that they're gonna be discussing. So I've been asked to uh, join them and speak to our report and its inclusion of the, that particular partnership um, recommendation on that very topic of PDR. Um, and the other announcement is that going through our schedule, uh, we realized that we will need to hold a meeting on June 14th for a couple of reasons. One is that um, we need to be uh, convened in order to adjourn this group sine die, which is the uh, signal that we are done and there are no more meetings, um, but the, uh, that will give us an opportunity to um, sort of recap how the council conversation goes and also have a discussion about what recommendations members of the task force are willing to um, champion going forward. Uh, with the in through the proper channels to actually implement some of these recommendations because that is how our work will uh, will come to
0: fruition. So those are the two announcements that I have. Is there any new business? I'm tempted to put plan the picnic as new business because then we can talk about it
2: <laughs> on June 14th. That's kind of a frivolous new business, but it'll be a lot of fun when we get to it. We'll have everybody assembled on the 14th. So let's just do that for fun. Um, Okay, I'm going to try to romp through our discussion items fairly quickly so that this really will be a short meeting um, and bring you up to date uh, a little bit beyond what was provided in uh, those two recapping emails that I sent after the boards and commissions met on the 15, on the 17th and the and the 22nd the first category is uh, there were some written comments that came in that not all members may have seen um, additional ones from smart growth um, and and some uh, comments in testimony to the plan Commission that that we that we had um, sort of ignored its suggestion to uh, alter our our recommendation uh, about annexed lands, and uh, we have, we, have, as I said, have said in my own comments, we think that they sort of misunderstood the process and what we were doing. But it's also important to know that the city attorney um, was asked by someone to clarify what it means to adopt or accept a report like ours uh, in terms of implementation, and um, it's very clear that the what. By adopting our report, the council is saying that we fulfilled our duty. We provided the requested information and it is not an occasion for discussing the merits of any of those recommendations that will happen later. And planning director, Heather Scouter made that very clear for the planning commission that, that plan commission that the, uh, time to debate particular recommendations will come at the implementation stage at which point staff will be engaged to help everyone understand the issues. Um, And finally, I just wanted to thank those of you uh, who submitted written comments. I know that Mark did, I'm not sure if others did. Uh, It was a little hard for me to tell while I was kind of waiting in the wings to speak. Um, But I also wanted to note that uh, former Alder Paulson has been attending all of the the board and commission meetings uh, on our behalf and was, was particularly effective, I think, as a former, as a former colleague. Um, and I expect that uh, he will uh, appear at the council meeting as well. So um, on, the, on the question of the, the June 6th council meeting, um, I wanna remind everybody that um, it's, a six, it's a hybrid meeting at 6.30 on June 6th. It's likely that the report will just be adopted because of what I just explained, there's really no discussion that needs to be had. And all of the boards and commissions that discuss the report have recommended that it be adopted. Um, so I expect that that's what will happen. It's certainly possible that they could refer to the meeting on the 20th, but that's, that seems highly unlikely. Um, in preparation for that meeting, um, Alder Evers was really helpful and um, suggesting that all of the members of of the task force who have um, alders on the city council, um, contact them individually as a constituent prior to June 5th, ideally, um, to let them know that our report is on the agenda, that all the boards and commissions that have considered it are recommending adoption and provide links to the report and also to the uh, city attorney's uh, memorandum that makes it very clear what the um, appropriate scope of action is uh, at the common council. And these are, we can send an email um, out next week that pulls that information together. Uh, It'll be up to you to figure out who your alder is, and they all have, they all have email addresses, so um, it'll be easy for you to reach out to them. We'll provide that information. One final thing, and this was also Alder uh, Evers' suggestion, if you hear back from your alder that they are supportive of the report, um, it would be helpful to uh, request that they consider being a sponsor of that, and then let Alder Evers know that that's what you learned from your, from your alder. He's he's doing a great job of uh, rounding up the votes um, on the, on the council, um, and I see he just took himself off mute. So go ahead. Yeah,
1: and my email address is district thirteen at cityofmadison and um, you I assume you know who your author is, and if you do, you would email them through the district number. So you know, district, the numeric number thirteen at cityofmadison.com or whatever it is. If you don't know who your alder is, you can search that by, um, you could go to aldermanic districts or whatever and try to figure that out. I think it's probably the easiest way. I assume most of you know. And um, yeah, just uh, um, a reminder that accepting the report, it basically says that Council agrees that this committee, that the task force did what they were asked to do. We fulfilled our charge and the work is complete. No more, no less. It it doesn't matter if an alder disagrees with one or even all the recommendations. That's not the point of accepting the final report. So I'd love it if we could get a unanimous vote in favor of it, uh, even if we don't though, Once it's accepted, we can, as a task force, as individual members, or as an ad hoc, not a continuation of the task force, but just as committed individuals can work uh, on individual recommendations to try to put them into action. But that's a follow-up that maybe we would discuss at a picnic or some other kind of gathering, so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Terry. Any questions about that, um, so we'll, we'll send out a reminder email about that next week, um, just so that everybody has it you know, in their inbox and make we will make it easy to do. Um, and then, as to the meeting itself, kind of the same deal as we did with the boards and commissions, uh, you register online in advance, um, appearing in person is the most impactful. You don't need to register online to do that. You just need to show up and fill out the forms that are available in the hallway outside the common council chambers. Um, If you're, that's obviously would be the the ideal as many of us as possible could show up in person. Go ahead, all drivers.
1: And just as a reminder, you do not have to wait until the item comes up. You know, um, in the past, if an item on an agenda item came up, you know, two-thirds of the way through the meeting, it would mean that residents who wanted to offer in-person public comment would have to sit through that entire meeting. Or whether you know, similarly, during and in the continuation of a virtual meeting of a hybrid meeting, it would mean waiting around. But we changed the rules. So all public comment on all agenda items. That are before us that are not on the consent agenda, meaning that we will be discussing and voting on them, um, will have public comment at the prior at the first part of the meeting. So you do not have to wait until 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, however long it might be in a long meeting. You would your your comments could be received at the very beginning.
2: Thanks for that. Um so that makes um, appearing in person even even more um, appealing than it used to be, <laughs> um, and uh, so that's obviously the the best choice. If you need to speak by Zoom, that's obviously the next best option. I'm not sure what that looks like in the council chambers, but there are nice big TVs around that I'm sure that they they just move the image uh, onto those. So, um, and if I'm you're not, not able to do that,
1: your image is not shown when you uh, on. Uh, it's audio only when you testify via zoom
2: yes good point and that's true of most of the boards and commissions unless they sort of invite you to be part of the discussion which did happen at sustainable madison Um, and let's see so if you if if attending either by zoom or in person isn't possible i would encourage everybody to please at least submit written comments Um, You could copy them individually to your alder, but also to the Common Council uh, record um, as as it's specified on their agenda. For those of you who are going to speak, just know that it's a three-minute speaking limit, same as everything else, but there's potential for your time to be extended if an alder asks for that. You can sometimes get another minute. So if you are mid-sentence, um, it's not uncommon for um, an alder to request an extension of a minute so you can complete your comment. Um, can't count on that, but it certainly, it happens. And then after that, there will be a quest, an opportunity for members of the council to ask you questions before they move on to the next speaker. Um, so that you can, you can complete your uh, participation in the meeting during that period of time that Alder Evers described at the beginning of the meeting. Um, and so he explained a number of these things that I was going to say, which is great, but I would recommend, and I've certainly been doing this, you could also do it the way Jeff did, which is go back and listen to the recordings later at your leisure, but it is very interesting to um, hear the conversations that take place about the report. And they can help inform the kind of comments that you might choose to submit to the council, because this will be the final time that it's discussed. So um, I'm gonna say a little bit about the kind, a couple of the things that have come up that folks might want to address to save you the trouble of listening to all of the ones that, that I've heard so far. But, um, but I think it is helpful to, uh, to listen to the debate. Um, it's, it's informative. So let's see. I think the only other thing.
1: Nan, just briefly, one small correction. Yes. We have public comments, all the public comments we go through everyone who signed up, and then um, do you know? Do we have any questions for the speaker? I see. Okay, I
0: misunderstood
2: so, you that.
1: Stick around after you spoke uh, for the possibility that someone may ask you a question.
2: Thank you for that clarification. That's really important. Okay, so I think that's about all that I have to say about um, council meeting on June 6th. While we still have Alder Evers here,
0: um, are there any questions about all of that? Everybody kind of understand the protocol? All right, as I said, we'll send out an email next week that'll give, give you all the links you need to
2: send to your Alder. Thanks, Tag. Okay, let's move on, moving on to number, um, item number four. I'm just gonna do a quick um, kind of summary update of, of um, the input that we got from the referral BCCs. And as I've said already, every BCC that, or every board commission that took testimony and discussed the report recommended adoption. And the Sustainable Madison Committee is also intending to uh, craft a letter of support to the mayor's office and expressed uh, appreciation for the ideas that were submitted for their sustainability plan update. And as you'll recall, there are that'll be a process that we can we can participate in uh, later this summer. Uh, there'll be a public input process for that. Um, the EDC failed to achieve quorum, so there was no input or vote um, possible from that board commission. The only opposition continues to come from Smart Growth. Um, there was an email sent to the EDC requesting that, uh, that they limit the council's ability to implement the report, which uh, you'll know from the, the city attorney's memo was um, out of order, but it wasn't it didn't get considered anyway because the group didn't meet. Um, and I also mentioned that they they've characterized the, um, that zoning and land use recommendation number five. As being a late addition, um, when in fact it was it was discussed. We, everybody knew there was going to be something about annexed lands. We just didn't have the numbers we needed from uh, from Jeff at that time, and that they you know they complained that we didn't su- we didn't consider their suggested revision. But that that also was just um, poorly timed. That you know, they'll have another opportunity to make those to make those um, efforts. The issues that have been raised that we thought were worth pursuing and clarifying in testimony to council are really, they're just two of them. Um, One is that the tension between housing and uh, and agricultural uses is real, but it's not an either or proposition that that we need to balance those two things. Um, And furthermore, that housing is not the only competing use for agricultural land. There are other, you know, important um, community priorities like hospitals, firehouses, things like that that need to be considered. So it's not there. There are a lot of there are many things that need to be balanced in, in these decisions about how to use um, how to use open land. And the second one that all that does is take a little bit of the wind out of the uh, the housing versus uh, agriculture sales argument. And the other. Is there was a a, a minor complaint that um, the one agri community that we have in the city of Madison isn't dense enough, that there aren't enough housing units for the number of acres that the um, that the that the Troy um, the Troy Gardens complex um, occupies, and there was a misunderstanding about who owns the land and all of that. But the the important message that I think it's that it's that we can counter is that we're not talking about, um, we're talking about building dense housing alongside um, garden or growing capacity. So we're not talking about golf, golf course scale homes, around a, a CSA garden kind of thing. So it's important to say that, that we are we believe that these agri-communities should be located you know, on transit and be served by utilities and meet high density goals. And that one of the problems with the Ramish proposal, which is always held up as the one, we never wanna see that problem again, um, is that it would have been better off with fewer single family houses and more multifamily if it was going to be developed that way. So that's, I think, an important um, thing to, if if it's, if it fits with the comments you want to make to the council, those are two things that we think need a little bit of clarification from our perspective, so that people understand that we're not suggesting, you know, single, single acre homes (laughs) um, around, around a garden. Um, any questions about that or any other things that people want
0: to raise that you heard listening to a meeting or think it would be important to emphasize? Okay. Um, then I don't know that I have anything more today. Is anyone else? I've done all the talking. So, sorry, and <laughs> yeah, with tag, with tag,
2: we tag teamed. Ah. Go ahead, Mark.
0: Yeah, I just <clears throat> so sorry that I, I'm not going to be around on the 14th.
2: I don't know if there's another day we mm. could so I could be there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll miss you. It's I I do look forward to being together in person, and um, I'm actually going to visit my daughter at the telluride bluegrass festival that day oh nice it's a good excuse not to be with you but it's i still would like to be well thanks for letting us know and um i doubt that we will actually be able to plan the details of a picnic during that meeting that'll probably take a doodle poll and some and some other outside organizing so uh we'll make sure that i misunderstood i thought that was the picnic day so um If that's not the picnic day, then then I'm okay, missing the meeting. (laughs) Yeah, you're missing missing a meeting, but you're not missing the picnic. And we'll make sure that we try to make sure that everybody can make the picnic. That's really important.
0: (laughs) Anything else for the good of the cause? Okay. Well, it'll be a few weeks then.
2: Um, And uh, we just hope to see as many of you as possible, either virtually. or in person at the common council for our sort of final push on this. And appreciate all the time that folks have spent hanging out in Zoom, in Zoom waiting rooms, waiting to be called on in meetings. <laughs> the 17th was quite a marathon. <laughs> yeah. it, it was really, so, a, yeah, it was really just one meeting. <laughs> it was a marathon. Yeah. Right, it was. Yeah. The other were quite efficient. Yep. Yeah. 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 But yeah, if you're if you're not there to when the time comes, then you lose your chance. So it's really important to just be there. Um, all right. Good. Well,
0: if there's nothing further, then I think we could uh, entertain a motion to adjourn. I move we adjourn. Allison, is that you? Oh, Jeanette. That was me. I thought it might be the Voss-Volk combo.
2: <laughs> all right. If there's no mm-hmm. objection, uh, that's right. There you go. Uh, if there's no objection, we will consider the meeting adjourned. And uh, Thank you all, and I look forward to seeing you
0: on the 6th, one way or another. Right. Thanks, everyone.